Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hope you're all doing well out there. I am on vacation this week and Facebook doesn't let me figure out whose birthdays are two weeks in advance. So if your birthday's this week, happy, happy, happy birthday. I also wanted to put out a call to see where are you guys traveling to this year and what conventions and conferences are you going to go to? With all these conferences being pushed off from this time of year into the summer and fall, I wanted to see which ones you're deciding to go to and why. And also if you were willing to come on my show and talk about it. So if you've got something interesting to say, I'm looking for new guests on this show. I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up, jason at jasongroup2ps.com. Okay, let's move on to the show. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. Oh, man. I am excited for this week's Something New Every Week with my good friend, Augie Chang. Uh, Augie is a professional wedding and portrait photographer based in San Francisco. And um, Augie is one of those guys who, you know, for all the people that I've interviewed on this podcast, is definitely one of the lowest flying uh, under the radar guys. Um, But does absolutely bang up beautiful work and I've admired his his journeys over the years um, shooting really really beautiful weddings and dust does really you know great work is a hard worker but one of the things that I admire about him is the lack of drama which is a weird thing to say the lack of drama and focus on his clients and he just puts his head down and he gets the work done. So, Augie, I'm stoked to have you on here. Say hello. Hello, <laughs> Jason, for having me. It's wonderful to be able to be part of your podcast. <laughs> uh, we've been friends for so long, and I'm like, why aren't you getting me to talk on your podcast? <laughs> but I'm just glad that you have me uh, be a part of this. Thank you. Yeah, and... Um, one of the highlights of uh, getting to see Augie every year was usually at the Knot Gala in yeah. New York City every year. And uh, the Knot used to have, I don't know if they've done it the last few years, but the Knot used to have this these galas in New York City, usually in mid-October every year during the week. Um, and they were usually at the, uh, oh my gosh, the, just, Met. the Met, right? right? At the it Met, is, it's uh, one of our highlights. It is highlights. they, and they always would do a really, really beautiful job, and it was a networking event for everyone. It wasn't it wasn't just wedding photographers, right. uh, and it was a great opportunity to meet some really interesting people. Uh, I met Joe Jonas one year, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know the high. It was always so so crowded and hot, like it you know inside. 
But uh, it was always great to be able to catch up with him. And, you know, you'd, it was black tie. People would get dressed up to the nines. And it was just a really, really fun night. Um, and uh, it was always great. You would fly in from San Francisco with a wedding planner friend of yours. I can't remember her name now. Sorry. And uh, and uh, we um, would, would have a lot of time to catch up. But you... Um, you never really get caught up in any of the the industry stuff when you show up. It's, you know, for, and that's one of the things that I've admired about you is that, you know, no bullshit in the sense that, you know, you were there to do a job and your job was to network and meet new people and try and create, connect contacts. And, um, I think, uh, a lot of people forget about that part of our job sometimes. So that's actually, you know, that's where I want to start with you. Okay, that sounds good. So, first, but actually, that's where I want to start with you, but let's just get to know you a little bit better. So, give us your history on how you became a wedding photographer and, uh, you know, just give us a, you know, a brief bio about you. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, absolutely, talking about the knot, it just makes me, makes me feel like I want to go travel again. I mean, (laughs) right now, and just thinking about dressing up, it's just boring. Like, what is, currently, like, feel like i'm in i'm in pjs and i'm living off my sweats every day right it's like it seems so foreign but um it's something to look forward to but uh just to give you an idea how i started i was actually um a chemical engineer from uc berkeley i, I was studying that. when- so that's how you wound up on the west coast it, that's how i'm in the west coast yeah actually i actually lived in new york for a couple of years so I was in Queens for a while, and my family just decided that it was just a little too cold for them. And after shoveling snow for a couple of years, they decided to move to somewhere that's a little warmer, a little sunnier, and San Francisco was was that. And we came over here. Uh, so pretty much that's the history of how I got to the West Coast. Okay. But I've always wanted to stay in West Coast and went to college in Berkeley and got my degree as a chemical engineer. But I knew exactly what I didn't want to do, and it was chemical engineering. <laughs> After spending four years in college, you realize that's not something you wanted to do. So after that, I, I, was, um, I came out, uh, and my first job was in tech, and I was doing tech, and it was great. I mean, you know, tech was booming, and that's what, uh, what San Francisco Bay Area is all about. And um, that was the beginning of tech, and it was wonderful, and... I had a great time in tech, but it was some, not for me. It, was, it wasn't mm-hmm. something that I was yearning to wake up mm-hmm. for, right? And so I, being in tech, you go through the journey of being laid off, being rehired by another company. So you go through a lot of that. Right. One of those many layoffs, I took some time out to really want to discover myself and really look at what I want to do. And... Um, I remember I took a camera with me and went to Europe for about a month. And I had such a great time. It was just a joy that I had um, that I've never really experienced. Mm. It was very joyful. And I remember I told myself, why don't I come back and start a small business and maybe take some photos for friends and family. And uh, so, you know, that's pretty much how it started. And that was in 1999. Okay. Gosh, looking back, it's that's literally 22 years ago. <laughs> I know, it's it feels great. like yesterday. It does, it does, 22 years ago. And and that's how I started as a part-timer. 
doing my corporate thing, nine to, I, I always say nine to five. It's not nine to five. It's literally seven to nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then trying to, trying to get yourself established in the corporate world. And then at night after dinner, I remember I spent hours and then trying to figure out this business called photography. And it's a little different landscape back then. You know, it's, it's not digital or anything, you know, everything's right. all film, right? So in a way, it's a little less work, less back-end work, but you still have to figure out the whole business side of things. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to focus on weddings because I really, really love seeing happy people. <laughs> and in the corporate world, you don't necessarily see that. So I want to be in a part as a part of the uh, my career where I am part of people's joy or their events mm -hmm. or you know really want to do and i want to be a part of that and so wedding sound sounded really good and that's also the time that i when i was planning my wedding okay. and so yeah so i was i hired my wedding photographer i thought gosh you know you have a really great job you're you're part of <laughs> what I do. and i love everything that you get to plan your own days and nights and whatever you want to do and i remember i said to him i said hey I want your job. And he goes, absolutely. I think as long as you, you know, got the discipline, got the talent, I think you can do this. And I remember at that moment in the car when he was driving me around, uh, I made that decision that I will eventually be a winning photographer one day. Wow. And so um, I got myself cameras, dove into the whole business of uh, wedding and business of photography. I read a lot of um, blogs and uh, all that to get myself oriented. And I remember I made a decision to myself and I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be all in. And if I'm all in, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I'm mm -hmm. not going to get involved with all that drama with any industry is going to happen. And that's exactly what you were talking about. And, and I'm very grateful that I can actually stay focused to what's the most important thing, which is uh, my clients, uh, my family, my friends, meeting great people like you, Jason. You know, we've been, we've been friends for so long. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's, it's lonely to be an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So it's really, really nice to have people like you and the community here in San Francisco because um, it's a big city. Yeah. But it's also a very, very small city. Because... Mm -hmm. Of it's geographically, we're small. We're only forty-nine miles uh, square miles, and but we have a ton of creative people here, and so um, I want to make sure that you know I represent this community, and I want to make sure that uh, we help each other, and those were my goals as being a part of um, this industry, and I think um, I like to continue to do that. <laughs> so thanks yeah. for recognizing, you know, thanks for recognizing all that and. It is. It, it could. You could get wrapped up, wrapped up in all those crazy drama and also those crazy stuff. Yes, you can, and um, you know that's one of the reasons that I that I wanted to interview because uh, you know I think there's a lot of lessons to be. You, you've never gotten pulled into um, really teaching in in our in our community that much. I mean, I know that you're very active with your your local community and the people in your in your. Um, in your city uh, right. as well as as well as other places but 
I, you know, the, the the question that I have for you is is really about networking and 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 you know advice that you could offer newer photographers because you know you just don't hear like you know back when I was shooting the goal was always to do as much networking with other wedding specific industry people. I don't see a lot of talk about that anymore. Uh, I, for one reason or another, I don't know why, but, um, you know, what advice can you give from a networking perspective to photographers? Actually, I don't even say newer photographers because you do a good job of that, uh, and, and making sure. So, you know, as somebody who, you know, has been at it a while now, what, what advice can you offer to photographers? Yeah. Um, a lot of new, I, I mentor a lot of new photographers uh, locally here. Mm -hmm. They always ask me this question as well. How do I expand? How do I know more people? And many of them have came to me and told me how they do it. And so I always go back and ask them, I, you know, what do you enjoy doing? What type of networking do you enjoy? And I think a lot of us, um, we look out, especially social media now, is you see a lot of people doing different things, right? Let's say photographer A loves to network with planners and photographer B loves to network with floors, things like that, right? It's all forms of networking. And so I think what we really need to do is to really sit down and ask yourself, what kind of networking is you? If, you know, there are so many different types, right? And there are some people that talk to different venues and connect that way, which is great. And I think what works for me in, uh, is that you ask yourself, what do I enjoy? I enjoy people. It doesn't matter if the person is a photographer. It doesn't matter if the person is nobody, let's just say, in the industry. You just don't really know where your job or your work's going to come mm. from. So what I always do is I try not to have an agenda when it comes to, I try not to have a, okay, if I meet this person, maybe I'll get 10 jobs from this person. I've always walked into, I want to meet the nicest people out there. And I want to be genuine. That person could be a doctor. That could, person could be a nurse. That could be a store owner. I get jobs from the, from the most unheard of people in this world. <laughs> I, Why am I not surprised? Yeah, I get jobs from, um, I, I love cars, I lease cars, and this person and I, Danny and I, worked together for years, for 12 years, to lease cars and all that. I never knew I got so many jobs from him. <laughs> Is this a typical way of networking? No. And eventually, I did Danny's second wedding. And, and this shows me that if you are genuine and stick to what you believe and what you love to do, when you're real to people, and that's my true belief, when you're just real to people, people know that and they will remember that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, um, to me, there's no magic to it. It's just... Look at what you're good at. Look at what you enjoy and then share that joy with people and then people will do that in return to you. And so, you know, so... That's good um, advice. Yeah, so figure out what you like to do. And some people are introvert. 
I'm an, I'm a huge extrovert. I love people. I love <laughs> the And okay. If you're an introvert and you know, it's important as uh, to get out there, but there are introverted ways to network. Um, talk to people through social media, mm-hmm. um, create different groups, mm-hmm. join different groups. So look at what you're good at. Look at what you enjoy and it'll come on the other end. I think yeah. that's what's it. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's super duper good advice. And, you know, um, you're right. When it does come to networking, it is very difficult to say, all right, this is how you do it, right? And here's the formula. Right. You have to do it in a way that feels good to you. And you, you're like me, you, I'm extreme extrovert. Like if I'm in a room someplace and there's lots of people there, I want to meet everybody in the room, you know? <laughs> I see with you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet everybody. And that's always my goal at you know any kind of networking event is let me see if I can have some genuine conversations like you say. How can I connect? My advice to you know to those people who feel like they've struggled with it is to you know with anything you know as a WPPI guy people people would ask me all the time like you know how do I get on the platform and I would say well we need to get to know each other and I need to build some trust with you and you know find a way to be useful and um, you know it, it should get noticed but don't expect it to get noticed. Right. And that was always the hard part with me. You know, me, me when trying to contact wedding planners in New York City was always really a big challenge for me. And, you know, it was really the only time I would get really shy. Um, and and it was shy. always really tough. Huh? I'm like, you shy, Jason? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so, yes. So, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, moving on to weddings in general. It uh, and and it's funny. I haven't interviewed wedding photographers uh, in a while, and this this week I've interviewed like three or four wedding photographers. So, um, the first wedding photographer that I interviewed at the beginning of this year was Ben Chrisman, and right. at the beginning That's of this pandemic, and um, it was it was devastating to hear him say everything's been rescheduled. We have you know you know that we shoot tons of weddings, and and we have zero weddings right now. Like it's, right. it's over. So right. let's start at the beginning and let me just start with you that way. So March last year, we're coming up on a year now. Tell me yeah. what has happened to your weddings. <clears throat> oh boy. Um, God, I have to think back all what's happened through this year in March. I mean, um, honestly in March, I was actually still very hopeful uh-huh. that uh, you can call it ignorant or whatever, but we all uh, were. Yeah, I remember in March, I was like, okay, we have this thing going on. Uh, it's probably going to be shut down for about three months, and we'll come right right back, and you know, we'll be rock and rolling. Well, that didn't happen, right? Yeah. And so I remember there was a lot of postponement, and pretty much by June of 2020, um, we realized a hard realization is that 2020 is not going to happen. <laughs> And so immediately what we did was pretty much rescheduled all of our 2020 weddings, which honestly with you is that 2020 was one of my biggest year in, oh in my, my wedding. Oh my gosh, I'm period. so sorry. Yeah, it was, uh, I remember in the beginning of 2020, I was so hopeful because we had the most bookings and we're just chugging along, we're cranking it. And But um, by June of 2020, we really had to 
look at what we had and start rescheduling all of our clients. And we removed 100% of our clients to 2021. Okay. And so from June, actually from about uh, April timeframe to the rest of 2020, we had one wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the reason one reason that we had this wedding that we're still doing was because um, this wedding was supposed to be 180 people. Um, This bride and groom's totally in love and they had all these things planned. But at the end, uh, they decided to proceed with the wedding, but shaped it down to 18 people. Oh, my gosh. So they went from 180 people to 18 people. and So 1%. Yeah, uh, 10%. <laughs> 10%, and, sorry. <clears throat> yeah. What I really admired <clears throat> about them is that they, they did it with a smile. And they said, you know what, Augie? We've done all this planning. It's not what we plan it to be. Um, but... I love this man so much. I really want to start a life with him. Uh-huh. That really touched me because it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter what pandemic we're going through. Um, she still wanted to proceed and she still had all of the pl- all of the vendors and she understood that um, this wedding industry or this mm-hmm. event industry is suffering and she wants to be one of many or one of few or however you see it to support us and continue with it. Wow. And so, Wedding and it was supposed to be at a beautiful, um, a beautiful uh, vineyard up in Napa. Uh, unfortunately, everything shut down. So what we did is we just brought that eighteen people wedding to her parents' backyard, which was a two-acre uh, property. Okay, and two acres to play with with eighteen people. So it was completely safe, and we were at least fifteen feet from each other, and it was wonderful. And we did it, and 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 she rocked it, and we had a great time. And so that was our only wedding for 2020. So <laughs> one but, wedding, one wedding, one after, wedding. Yeah, after March. Oh my gosh! But it was very memorable. I bet it was, it was very different. I enjoyed it, and I remember I said to myself, even though there's so much uncertainties, after doing this for 21 years, I still have these butterflies in my stomach. I'm in the right industry. Yeah, actually, so I want to talk about 2021, but I got to ask you, 20-something years as a photographer. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I shot for about 25 years before WPPI, and I can tell you I was done <laughs> when I took the job at WPPI. Like, I was ready for something different. Yeah. And now I'm back to shooting again. And it's been a journey on that and, 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 you know, finding a way to light a spark under me again. Um, how do you do it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I ask myself that all, all the time. All the time. It's I know so, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, no, I know like, you just answered me. You just answered me that question for me, but you know, with the response about the wedding, but you know, do you think now, I guess going into 2021, you're going to be very inspired again. Is there anything different that you think you're going to look look into it, you know, as a result of, of you know, losing, not losing everything, but like just it all being wiped out for a year? Absolutely. I mean, you have so much more time to think about just life in general. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we all hear, photography is the business, 
but it's also my passion. It's my life. And you start looking at every aspect of it. And 2021 is not going to be an easy year. Yeah. Uh, already, you know, we had four weddings already being postponed again to 2022. Oh, my gosh. So, That's exactly yeah. what these guys are saying. The 2021 weddings are starting to get postponed. Absolutely. And are you, how is, because, I mean, San Francisco is still in what, phase two, right? Or whatever. Right, but we're still we're still very very much locked down. Yeah. Um, I think we have this different tier here, um, but we're probably similar to what New York is. Uh, we're very very conservative when it comes to opening. Yeah, uh, there's no there's no gathering that's okay right now. Okay, uh, we're opening some of the restaurants for outdoor dining. We're lucky enough to have sunny warmer weather than yeah. most. So that's still okay, and and honestly, the that's just started like two weeks ago. So we we've been on a lockdown for literally from March till January. Oh we went down very very um, conservative lockdown, and that means absolutely no events that are more than ten people. So that's why um, you know for this one, I was very grateful to be able to do at eighteen people because it was at, yeah. at a private. And I was felt comfortable enough, but it is. It's this year is going to be a um, another challenging year. It's going to be different from 2020, I think. Uh-huh. But I think what we need to do is look at what we have, and you know, I'm very hopeful with the vaccine and all that happening that we may have some kind of wedding-ish like after July. Okay. And so the good news is that for me here in San Francisco Bay Area, our peak wedding season is really around August to October. We have this, you know, delay summer here. Yeah. And so I'm very, I'm, I'm still being very hopeful that that will happen. And if not, uh, it will be a subset of what it was, uh-huh. you know. And, you know, it's warm enough that hopefully people can find a location or a venue that's outdoors so we can still proceed with this. Um, it is in all of my couple's interest to proceed with the 2021 wedding. Um, but, you know, there are there are restrictions. And, and it, I think the one thing I've learned in 2020 is that it's not the end of the world. We just have to make things a little different to yeah. make a living in a different way. Right. Well, yeah, and but it's a lot to have to hang on for that that period of time, and you know, it's uh, you and I have seen this industry change. You know, every yeah. ten, ten, twelve years, there's a big change, whether it's from film to digital, or it's housing market crash, or September eleventh, yeah. or this or that. I mean, those are two big changes very quickly, but. Um, so, okay. Last question yep. is, and, and I was just asking Keith Cephas this, who's a wedding photographer based in the East coast, shoots a lot of big Indian and, and, uh, uh, Nigerian weddings. And I know you shoot a lot of Indian weddings as well and some bigger weddings, even though a lot of your weddings are smaller, but, um, yeah. 2022, August through October. Boom, bust. Boom or bust? I think it's going to be a boom. Yeah, I agree. 
to, yeah. it's going to be a boom, boom. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so much. To, I mean, just think about, make a comparison to our industry, to uh, travel industry, right? Mm-hmm. I look at those two as very similar cases because it's, it, it, people want to do this, right? It, people want to travel and people want to get married and want to celebrate. I think there's so much pent up tension that everyone's, I mean, there's so much, so much tension out there where people just want to let go. And I think for another year away, 2022, I think it's going to be a, a great year. It's um, when we can get back into somewhat normal, um, people will look back to this year and say, you know what? Life is short, precious. You just don't know what happens. Let's just party. Okay, um, that that was the answer I was looking for. Are yep. we going to be partying again and having the big events? Because I just am cur- I'm really curious to see. And I believe 2022 is just going to be ridiculous. Not only are there going to be parties, but it's going to be like, you know, um, people are going to be flying in, you know, celebrities to, you know, to, to sing at the weddings like they used to in the early 2000s and late 90s. You remember those days where like it just, it was one thing to outdo the other person, right? Um, yeah. And things have gotten a little more humble over the years. I'd say the last 10 years, things have gotten a little more humble. But there was a time on the coasts where it was just ridiculous. And this is what I'm hoping for again, that we come back to that. And because the people who, you know, for those people who have continued to make money, um, they're socking it away, right? And they're gonna they're gonna need some place to spend it. So I hope it comes your way. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, how that goes. But <laughs> I agree with you. And I mean, there's still a lot of wealth. There's a lot of money out there. Um, but I I do see there's two sides to this. Where I think there are some people are more humble about it. Where they go, you know what? Uh, I thought I I want a 300 people wedding. There, you know, now they're like, you know what? I think I'm good with 30. And there would be some people who thought that they would have a 30 people wedding. And they're like, you know what? Go big or go home. Let's do 300. So I think there will be all over the board. And and 2020, I'm excited about it um, because of the potential of what it could be. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's all we have right now is to look forward to seeing what it's 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 going to be. And I have full intention to be a part of it. And I want to make sure that I get my surfboard ready and ride this wave. <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, I agree. And, and the re- yeah, the reason I kind of am pressing on it is, is that like, you know, the analogy of when the housing market crashed and so many people lost everything for people to have. And I remember people like a lot of my clients or Wall Street people um, that were throw that were throwing these big weddings. It was it was I think the right word is gauche to have a huge wedding after everybody had lost so much so that's where i'm like is it going to be okay again to do those weddings and that's what i'm going to really curious about it's a totally different situation but i believe big time's coming i believe that too and i and i'm and i hope you and i are both right so let's see (laughs) from our mouths to god's ears yeah yeah we've been long enough so hopefully we'll see i mean we've, like you said we've seen so many downturns and uh this is another one and i i'm here i'm buckling up and i'm i'm here with you so well, we'll, we'll I'm, see 
I'm glad that, that, that you are here and I'm glad that you're hanging in there and it's really good to catch up with you. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. Dude, it is so great. Please be safe. I can't wait to visit you in your city. I miss San Francisco. And uh, Get yourself out here. Yeah. And uh, thank you for being on this week's episode of Something New Every Week. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jace. All right, dude. We'll talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. We will see you back here next week.